When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Well, first off, happy belated Asexual Awareness Week, which I guess was last week. I hope all you asexuals out there had yourselves a a grand gay old time celebrating your week. Although, as the laziest members of the tribe are lovable, oh so lovable, Star Wars bar of a tribe, I suspect you didn't do much of anything to celebrate your week. And for you new listeners out there, the reason we call asexuals the laziest members of our tribe is that they will do no one, no one at all, not even themselves, which to me, that's kind of lazy. Now, we used to call bisexuals lazy used to call them the laziest members of the tribe because they will do anyone, no standards whatsoever, which is kind of lazy. But they can't be too lazy if they're out there getting banged by half the guys in Los Angeles and you know who you are. But these asexuals, they're just... Another flavor of these needy heterosexual kids with personality disorders cosplaying queer so they can seem oh so edgy and cool. Yes, of course you are, princess. They're all running around. Some version of, oh, I'm a non-binary, two-spirit asexual. And my pronouns are zizi za. A bunch of Insecure lemmings, navel-gazing narcissists, demanding that everything be all about them. I mean, here, how's this from Gay Times? Those girls over at Gay Times. It's time that asexuality stop being the lost letter in the LGBTQIA plus acronym. For Asexual Awareness Week, writer Allie Daisy King 
explores how she came to terms with her asexuality. I bet that was riveting. And the need for ace individuals to be recognized by the wider queer community. So in other words, they want a participation trophy for being asexual. They want the rest of us in the tribe to recognize them, whatever the hell that even means, for being a lazy asexual. They want to be more than just a plus symbol, an afterthought in our mangled alphabet of a tribe. To which I say, not that I have much say in this, but to which I say, hell no. You got the A in LGBTQIA. But to me, at best, you're a plus and barely that. How people who don't have sex, not even with themselves, can be part of a group, well, at one point, that had to do with sexual orientation, I'll never know. It seems like a waste of everyone's time. If you asexuals out there want to be the center of everyone's attention, want to be recognized by the whiter queer community, why don't you do this? Go start your own tribe. Take all the other needy heterosexual kids with personality disorders and go create your own tribe. You can be the QIA plus tribe. You can all be oh so edgy and cool together. And you won't be annoying the rest of us near as much. We never asked you to join our tribe anyway. You just invited yourselves in and never left. And you're too damn lazy to leave. So I guess we're stuck with you. Damn it. From the New York Post. Woman spends 15 years getting revenge on man who spit on her friend by breaking up his engagement, spoiling his favorite TV shows. What have I always said? Hell hath no fury like a woman or a queen scorned. And this one, her name is Linda Soli Heard. She makes pretty much everyone else look like a piker. No one does vindictive and spiteful like Linda Soli Heard. Not even the bitchiest of queens out there, and you know who you are, can hold a candle to Linda here. Now, if you're out there wondering what would set Linda off to such an extent that she spent 15 years trying to get even and, like any hysterical millennial woman out there, run onto social media to brag about it, long story short, she and some friends were out at a comedy club If I had to guess, 
They were probably white girl drunk. Loud and shrieky. Very loud and very shrieky. One of her friends then knocked a drink into some guy's lap. They were definitely white girl drunk. The guy freaks out. Spits on the friend. Damn, buddy. And, to add insult to injury, he called her a stupid fat bitch. Then Linda jumps in, starts screaming in the guy's face, Hello, Karen. And she told him, I need to speak with the manager. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, folks. She probably thought about it, but she told him, that's assault, you're disgusting, you're trash. So after she insults him, he calls her an ugly bitch. End of drama. At least to him anyway. Typical man who isn't a vindictive queen. Something blows up, you have it out, done. You move on. But it was not over for Linda Soli Heard. Not her. She spent, on and off, the better part of 15 years being petty, vindictive, and spiteful. Now, I'm not a clinical psychologist or a psychiatrist, but, but, I think it's fairly safe to say, I think it's reasonable to say that Linda here, she has at least a couple severe mental health issues. Not all the oars are in the water. Even nutty Britney Spears is probably like, damn, that bitch is crazy. And she would know. To take that incident, which probably lasted, if I had to guess, from the time the drink was spilled to him calling her an ugly bitch, that was probably over and done within about a minute, if that. But for her to spend 15 years on and off stalking this guy online, creating God knows how many fake Facebook accounts just to spam him with spoilers to his favorite TV shows, getting wind that he's engaged and tracking down the fiancé to break up the relationship. Then, on top of all that, if that's not disturbing enough behavior, then... She goes on to social media, onto TikTok, to brag to the entire world about being basically unhinged over this guy for the better part of a decade and a half. For her to go to that extreme over that brief incident, to carry on as long as she has over it, she is not mentally well. I would dare say she is blanking crazy. But since we don't want her getting butt hurt and stalking us, 
Let's move on. From Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, Heartstoppers Joe Locke came out on his own terms, causing our hearts to burst with pride. Yes, folks, I do. But for the life of me, I have no idea why I still have Heartstopper in my Netflix queue. It's been sitting there since, like, since when I guess it first came out. No pun intended. And it's still there. And it will probably still be there until the end of time. Like I want to watch two young gabies in love. Blah! No thank you. That's also the one with that whiny little bisexual bitch. Beefy teenager Kick Connor. He's the one who came out as bisexual. A low bar if there ever was one. And the first thing he did was try to set himself up with a lifetime of acting gigs just for being bisexual. Goes out, starts whining to the mean girls in the vapid gay media. Oh, we need more bisexual representation on television. Which we don't. And why would we? No one gives a damn about bisexuals. They can't commit one way or the other. So why should we? And so I guess his co-star on Heartstopper, Joe Locke, he finally decided to stop playing Closet Peekaboo. He came out as well, at least publicly, which we'll get to in a second. He did that back in August in an interview with Teen Vogue, which was like two months ago. That's how dumb they are over at Queerty. Kid comes out in August. They finally get around to reporting on it in late October. And this is what he told Teen Vogue, or one of the things that he said to them. I have been openly gay since I was like 12. People have assumed and written it, and I haven't ever corrected anyone because I haven't felt the need to. But I've never specifically stated my sexuality until now. And for you Lincoln Project, Kevin Spacey chicken hawks out there, Joe is 20 years old, came out at 20. Good for him. What's that look for, white boy Malcolm X? Snarky? You think I'm being snarky about Joe here? Going to be snarky. White boy Malcolm X, this is how little you are paying attention over there. You hear me mocking that whiny little bisexual bitch, beefy teenager Kit Connor, and you think I'm going to be picking on Joe here as well. No. Here. This is what I have to say about Joe Locke coming out. What is the one thing, at least according to this article, from those hysterical mean girls over at Queerty, What is the one thing that has set Joe Locke here, set him apart 
from just about every other celebrity, millennial Gen Z kid to come out in like the past five, 10 years. It's real simple. He just came out. At 20 years young, he just came out. No fuss, no drama. Most of them. Oh, it's so hard to come out in Los Angeles in the 21st century. Or New York, Atlanta, London. Pick your flavor. No one in all of world history has had it harder in coming out than some of these millennial Gen Z kids. And here, as an example, and we've talked about him a few times now, that vainglorious, navel-gazing country queen, T.J. Osborne. Remember that one? He came out and demanded a coming-out participation trophy from the state of Tennessee. He wanted them to acknowledge him being the first country singing queen. And I believe those morons were actually thinking about doing it, giving him a coming out trophy. But when they decided not to, when he didn't get his coming out participation trophy, man, he got all publicly butthurt about it. Throw himself a little man-child fit over it. These celebrity queens, they all want special recognition for doing something millions of gays and lesbians do without any fanfare whatsoever. Like Joe here. Finally, a celebrity gaby who doesn't act like a celebrity gaby who handled it a million times better than his co-star, who's not even full-time. He's a part-time gay. He's only around when it's convenient for him, which we all know at the end of the day, he's just easing into it, easing into full-time status. So, Joe, great job on this. And one last thing, welcome to the tribe. Again, our lovable, oh so lovable, Star Wars bar of a tribe. Great job in coming out as you did. And whatever you do, I got two points for you. Well, let's make that three. First off, do not in any way, shape, or form take any coming out advice from your dopey co-star, that hysterical loser, beefy teenager, Kit Connor. Second, if you ever need someone, I don't know, to shepherd you around the gay community, maybe serve as a mentor, a guide, sometimes even a pimp, Whatever you do, Joe, stay the hell away from Goose Gameworthy, that silly queen. That queen is more trouble than he's worth. And third, Joe, 
Have fun while you're at it. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. From Fox News, Taylor Swift parties with Jackson Mahomes as fans plead for her safety. Get her out of that box. Patrick Mahomes' brother Jackson was arrested and charged with three counts of aggravated sexual battery and one count of battery stemming from February incident. We haven't talked about Taylor Swift or her magical hoo-hoo in quite some time. Not that much changes in Taylor's world, though. She's either singing banging some celebrity stud, getting him addicted to her magical hoo-hoo, dumping that stud and writing songs trashing him about what a loser he is, singing those new songs about her dopey ex-stud, going back out, getting another celebrity stud, rinse, repeat. That, folks, is the cycle of Taylor. Over and over and over again. And apparently, she's got herself a new stud. A football stud. What's his name? Travis Kelsey. I think that's how you pronounce it. K-E-L-C-E. No idea. Then again, she'll be dumping him soon enough anyway. Not even worth bothering to know. He is a bit of a stud, though. I'll give him that. He is a bit of a stud. Poor guy, though. Poor, poor guy. In about six months, when she tosses his ass to the curb, he is not going to know what hit him. But in the meantime, he is a full-on magical hoo-hoo addict. And he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs which is where this story comes into play. Their quarterback, of course, is Patrick Mahomes. And poor Patrick Mahomes. Poor beleaguered Patrick Mahomes. First off, he is married to that dingbat Barbie doll, that vapid social climber, Brittany Mahomes. She's the... Megan Markle of NFL Wives. And his brother, his dopey younger brother, is that influencer. That's what this article refers to him as. An influencer. A loser. But his dopey younger brother is Jackson Mahomes. 
who is allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, a serial sexual assaulter. And I guess an assaulter in general. Because Jackson here, he's been charged, and this was back in February, with three counts of aggravated sexual battery and another count of just plain old battery. And let's not forget, Brittany and Jackson, Patrick's talent and success as a quarterback is all about them. Yes, of course it is. The last place you ever want to be in Kansas City is between a television camera and either of those two clowns. And if it's not bad enough that those two suck up all of Patrick's spotlight, now he has to deal with Taylor Swift and her magical hoo-hoo. People around Kansas City these days, Patrick who? Poor guy can't catch a break. And like pouring gasoline on a fire during a recent Kansas City football game, Taylor Swift and her magical hoo-hoo, they were hanging out with alleged serial sexual assaulter and media whore Jackson Mahomes. And the Swifties, you know, folks, those sad, lonely tween girls and women, the ones with the eating disorders and low self-esteem, the ones who get off on singing Taylor Swift songs, trashing ex-boyfriends, even if they've never had a boyfriend to begin with, and who will all wind up living alone with like three or four cats. They lost their minds on social media. Again. Like, when do they not? They're the female equivalent of virgin pajama boys. The ones living in their parents' basements, eyeing up that sex doll in the corner, playing with themselves, their Pokemon cards, their Playstations, masturbating to Marvel films, masturbating to DC Comics, masturbating to whatever the hell is posted on Reddit this week, freaking out the parents, freaking out the neighbors. They're like that, but it's all about Taylor Swift and her magical hoo-hoo. I don't know what they're worried about, though. God help that blithering moron, Jackson Mahomes. He tries anything with Taylor Swift. As we all know, folks, her magical hoo-hoo, that damn thing, will chew him up and spit him out. If anyone would get charged with sexual assault in that interaction, it'd be Taylor Swift's magical hoo-hoo. That damn thing chews men up and spits them out like there's no tomorrow. And Jackson, bless your dumb heart. You have fun with that. Speaking of bisexuals, how's this from Out.com? Those girls over at Out.com. Watch what happens when bisexual guys try Grinder for the first time. And this is basically 
Grinder put up a video onto YouTube, which according to them, featured four bisexual men trying the dating app for the first time. Dating app. Dating app my ass. Grinder is a dating app like Dylan Mulvaney is a real woman. Not at all. And the four men they had on there, their names were probably going to mangle a couple of these. So sorry in advance. Anton Siebel, Dio Reynoso, Joshua Montoya, and Nick Mask, which sounds like a porn name to me. Nick Mask. Oh, I'm Nick Mask. I'm a big gay porn star. Just how the name comes off to me. So we watched this video. White Boy Malcolm X and I watched this video of these four bisexuals, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, these four bisexuals. And folks, I stand by everything I've ever said about bisexual men, which is basically, they're really gay. They're just easing into it a bit. Because I'm sorry, folks, those four queens, they ain't fooling me with this nonsense. Oh, I'm a bisexual. I'm also into women. Okay, princess, if you say so. It's always the bisexual men. They're the ones who go out, get plowed by half the guys in Los Angeles. And you know who you are. And you should watch the video. I lost count the number of times a purse fell out of one of their mouths. Gigantic purses all around. How they have deluded themselves convince themselves that people would actually believe they're not just a pack of raging power bottoms. Who the hell knows? And how's this pull quote for you? From this article, how's this pull quote for you? The guys also talked about the challenges of being bisexual. Oh, poor princesses. Among them, They talked about people not believing that they're actually bisexual because they're not, as well as the challenges of dating women who might think that a bisexual guy is actually just gay because he is. See, folks, they're lying to themselves, to us, to some poor hapless woman who falls for it, to anyone else who will listen. But okay, girls, if that's the garbage you want to sell, I'm not buying it, but go for it if someone else will. And bless your heart if that's you. And for our last story, folks, it's from the smoking gun. Man caught in the act with stuffed animal. Arkansan 55 busted after cops saw a car rocking at 12.45 a.m. If the car is a rockin', don't bother knocking, because the guy inside 
may be trysting with a stuffed animal. An Arkansas cop, bless his heart, last Sunday morning spotted a suspicious car parked outside a commercial storage facility that had been broken into 16 times this year and 36 times in 2022. A sheriff's deputy noted that the vehicle in question was seen rocking around 12.45 a.m. When the cop looked inside the auto, which I bet he instantly regretted, he spotted Theodore Morgaven, 55, having sex with a stuffed animal, something that will no doubt haunt him until the end of days. Morgaven, a divorced father of three, oh, the shame of those kids, lives about a mile away from the storage facility in Midway, population 1,036. So in other words, by tomorrow, the entire town will know. Since Morgavin is on probation, cops were able to search him and his auto without the need for a warrant. I hope they used hazmat gloves. According to a probable cause affidavit, that search turned up methamphetamine, a syringe, and two marijuana pipes. Because one marijuana pipe isn't enough, I guess. Morgavin was charged with two felony drug charges, so we are definitely not in Florida, and misdemeanor counts of public sexual indecency and possession of drug paraphernalia, which is a totally Florida charge. And I think, maybe possibly, public sexual indecency is a rite of passage in Florida. Who in Florida hasn't been charged with that? Anyone? Anyone? That's what I thought. And can you imagine being that police officer in Arkansas? That poor Popo who had to deal with this human train wreck? Being in Arkansas is already hard enough. I mean, where is Arkansas? Right above, due north of Louisiana. And what is Louisiana? Other than the home state of our summit mistress. Louisiana is Cajun Florida. It's basically a Cajun version of Florida. And we all know about the crazy coming out of Florida. As much as we love the folks down in Florida, and they are a lovable bunch, they do crazy like no one else. And the smoking gun, half the stories on the smoking gun are about Floridians acting out. Most of their business model is predicated on Floridians being Floridians. So long story short, that Cajun Floridian crazy definitely had to bleed up into Arkansas. But this poor Popo, getting back to this poor guy, he will never be able to unsee this. A crystal meth junkie banging a stuffed animal. And God only knows what stuffed animal got defiled. Was it an Elmo doll? Did he hump Kermit the Frog? Or was it, God forbid, 
Did he put his man meat into Winnie the Pooh? There's no way. That doesn't haunt him until the end of time. At his arraignment today, Morgavin, who was free on $5,000 bond, definitely not a Florida bond, entered a not guilty plea. He is next due in court on October 30th. Morgavin was convicted earlier this year on narcotics and theft charges and placed on probation for two years and fined $1,690. Further details about the stuffed animal do not appear in court records. I bet they don't. And no, white boy Malcolm X, get over it. No doll-humping reenactment for you. So on that note, since I cannot top, an Arkansas meth junkie having sex with a stuffed animal, even if he was rudely interrupted by Popo, didn't get to fully consummate making sweet, sweet love to whatever stuffed animal he was banging. Since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, White Boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.